You are listening to the Port Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Port Pals Podcast. Happy 2024. This is our first episode. Welcome back, Donna Marie. Welcome back. Happy 2024. That sounds like a nice year, doesn't it? It, it does. Rings, rolls off the tongue nicely. I think even I think even numbered years are always a little bit sound a little bit nicer. There's just a little bit something about them. Well, this year better be fucking a good one. Jesus Christ, last year was very long and fucking stressful. So here's hoping. We're going to Orlando. Of course yeah. it's going to be good. Listen, we're going to Orlando. Of course it's going to be good. We've left 2023 in the rear view. And to be fair, we started a podcast in 2023, so it can't be that bad. Well, that's true. That's true, but it was a very long year. You know, like normally I sit there now, because you know this now, normally I'm sitting there at the end of the year going, wasn't that a quick year, pal? Wasn't that a quick year? I didn't say that this year. I think so much happened over the course of the year and we all changed directions so much um like our lives look our, all our lives look very different on the 1st of january 2024 than they did on the 1st of january 2023 like let's be clear about that yeah that's true we're all in very different places than we were 12 months ago so yeah it was a year of change wasn't it yeah it was definitely a year of change um i like to think of it as a year of realignment where I personally realigned my life goals and my position in this world, and I'm in a far happier place for it. Yeah, well, look, no matter where you are, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. I always say that, even if you're somewhere else, yeah. Hmm, exactly. And speaking of, where, speaking of where you're supposed to be, um, I'm sure you'll have gathered that it's just the two of us tonight. And unfortunately, um, Maeve, for work reasons outside of the podcast is not going to be a regular on the show anymore um she unfortunately finds herself unable to give us that time and um, i'm lucky i still get to see her but unfortunately you guys won't get to hear her she will pop in there occasionally but we will miss her on the show yeah we'll get around for like big things we'd be like you have to come on and I have no doubt that if we decide to go to BravoCon, she's still going to want to come. <laughs> oh, 100%. She'll be on the company ticket. There's no question. She'll be looking for she'll be looking for the business class, the company ticket, and the VIPs into the into the, into the the parties. But, uh, as long as she does the social media end of it. It's the only way. Well, that's it. Any of you that interact with our social media will probably still uh, have contact with me because she still will be running uh at least some of the time our social media accounts so um that's usually manned by herself or donna marie so so let's get down to business let's get down let's get down to business below deck mediterranean episode 14 i think um i have a question for you right off the bat shoot when you watched that this morning when you first turned it on did you say to yourself, I've already seen this. Have they put the wrong episode on? It did feel a little bit like that. 
I was like, it, maybe I'm confused because maybe I watched the first seven minutes already. But then I was like, no, we didn't. Well, you see, you have to remember they crossed over the end of the last one with the start of the new one. So they showed us what happened. The whole bit about the lion, about the past that happened at the end of the last episode. So they yeah, showed us that. showed us a good fucking three or four minutes. Yeah, they the did. They, they absolutely did. And I wonder, was it done deliberately because they knew there was a break? They knew there was going to be a break when they were doing the scheduling. So it was edited so they could show the full context of what happened. Yeah. I did sit there. I was sitting there saying, he said, I've fucking seen this already. And then I got to a bit where I was like, where the kind of Sandy hung Luca out to dry. And I was like, okay, now I haven't seen this. I knew this was coming, but I haven't seen it. But uh, yeah, let's get straight into it. Luca, the dirty little. <laughs> Luca is a player. He is a player. Absolutely. Oh, Jack the lad, like. A hundred percent. He's a fuckboy, totally. We always said it. We always knew it. We knew it when he was on Down Under, when he went skeezing after somebody else's board. And now here he is. He's got Jessica in his bed. He's got Natalia on text. And uh, he's, you know, pining after Floody somewhere in the distance. Like, that is a dog and a half. I like, he they literally, you know, the shit is about to drop all over him because Jack is in the background next week in cahoots with Natalia to come back. So he really is going to be fucked now, isn't he? One thing has made, and uh, one thing has been made very clear by watching all these seasons of Below Decks, that although the yachting industry is worldwide, it's a very small fucking industry because they all know each other. Yeah, like it's a really small pond at the end of the day. Like they socialise, work and fuck each other left, right and centre. That's a bit like the aviation industry, though, lads. Yeah, I think it's like any industry that's quite niche in that way, that everybody's just like that. They kind of, when you spend, it's a lot to do with spending so much time with people. And it's the unsocial side of it. Like when I was in the uh, the airport and thing like that, it was, you worked such unsociable hours that you had no choice but to socialise with those people on your days off because your friends that were working nine to five Monday to Friday were at home in bed ready for work like absolutely every every job that i've held for the last 20 20 years has been some shape or form of shift work and every job i've been in i have gravitated to that sort of rhythm of socializing mostly with people from work simply because of the fact that they're the only people around when you're off yeah, no, there is. It's definitely a poncho. Look, I ended up marrying my work colleague from the aviation industry. Exactly. Exactly. There you go. And I happened to work alongside, although that was after the fact, but I do work alongside Maeve. Like, we work yeah. together. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just a thing. It's very strange. Like, one of the girls in our job said to us recently, like, we're we're all working a little pod and we've all, you know, we've developed a friendship. And she said, I see you fuckers more than I see my own kids. True. True. Especially when you walk shift. 
Because you're with somebody for, you're with the same people for 40, you're with the same people for 48 hours, four Mm. days in a row, 12 hour shifts, two days, two nights. You spend 48 hours side by side with those people. Your kids go to school, your kids sleep. You don't see them for all that time. You do not spend that time with your kids in a week. Yeah, because you're gone out the door before they even get up for school. And then when you're coming home, it's time for them to go to bed. Been there, done that. Exactly. But yeah, so getting back to the main point, which was, yeah, the yachting industry is very small. So Lucas should fucking know better. He's a dirty little thing, though. I can't help but laugh. Like, I just, he's too good looking to be tied down at his age. I love, I love Jessica's, I love Jessica's. I normally go for half ugly guys because, like, I know they're not going anywhere. They're going to stick around. (laughs) I think I think that's the first time I've ever heard a female admit that. Like I've heard blokes say that shit all the time. You know sure. that. Ah, uh, look, the ugly ones try a bit harder because they, you know, yeah. and there's all sorts of those. But I, I don't think I've ever heard a female say it ever. Openly admit it, but a lot of females do think that and do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So but, that's uh, what you and so that's what you and Maeve were doing, was it? <laughs> don't call my husband Rocky for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no. But yeah, so Luke with the dirty little dog, and then what is the story with all the sickness on board? I mean, look, most of them were fucking hangovers, but I mean, Haley seems to be gone. I don't know where she's gone. Yeah, Haley's half dead. Lara wouldn't. There's no amount of hangover to keep Lara from walking. And she's literally getting kicked off the boat. Yeah, like she has the flu. Sandy's like, get off. I can't afford to have you getting me sick. (laughs) Leave. But look, they're all sharing cabins. Stuff is infected. Like, it's just running through the boat. Like, I mean, you know in your house, pal, there's five of you in your house. Won't get sick. It'll probably take a month, but it'll have ran through everybody in the house. Yeah. And then I was sitting there thinking to myself, like, when Lara didn't go out and Max didn't go out because he was exhausted. And I'm kind of glad Max didn't go out. Like, they were saying a couple of things about him not going out. But that chapter spent a whole charter exhausted. Like, why would you be giving out saying, oh, he had a choice? He's fucking wrecked. Let him be. But anyway, they stayed in bed. If that was me and I was sick and I stayed in bed... And they all came home and did not give two fucks about me being sick in bed and were just opening doors and being loud and waking me the fuck up. I would lose my shit. They would all be thrown overboard. This is why I could never be a yachty. No way. I can remember a time, harking back a long time ago, pal, and we shared a house or an apartment and I brought home people and you were up for work early. We were pissed and partying. And you came out of the room like a bag of bastards. Fucking clunking doors and throwing shit everywhere. So you've been there. It might be close on 20 years ago, but you've been there. Don't fuck with my sleep. Like I must have been in the airports then. I used to get up at like half one in the morning and go to work and start work at 3 a.m. So like... Yeah, don't fuck with my sleep. Even now, I'm like that. Don't fuck with my sleep. I'm asleep. Leave me alone. Awake when I'm awake. 
Oh yeah, you definitely were in the airport because you had the blue uniform on and I rocked in with a girl I was trying to bang on her sister and yeah, it was it just it didn't get down well. I was apologizing for quite a while after that one. I just I couldn't like it. I was like I felt so sorry for the two of them. And then I was I was actually annoyed at the rest of them. I was like, they're so disrespectful. Like that girl's not well. Let her sleep like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, Donna Marie's been down this path. She knows what it's like. I have. There's nothing worse. But like that was it. There wasn't a whole lot else that happened this week. Although I will say, I one thing I will say, and it's something I've noticed in below decks. We give shit to certain guests because they're very particular. And, you know, remember that guy that used to um, go on the Below Deck, the original franchise, and uh, Kate made uh, Dick, the, the, the cocktails for him. And he came back like three seasons in a row. Like he was a picky bastard, but he always gave a huge tip. And these people gave a big ass tip. $42,000. Like, that's a savage tip boy. for any franchise. Normally, they show on the screen how much, or as Sandy will say, how much per person. That did not happen this week. I had to do the maths in my head. Yeah, because maybe there was confusion over whether they were sharing with people that weren't there. And that came into my head. I was, like, watching the telly to see now if they were going to hand Kyle an envelope, and I didn't quite see if they did or not. Because I was like, that fucker spent the whole charter in bed. He doesn't have to save a tip. Yeah, I wonder, did that play into it that they kind of said, well, you know, you didn't really work this one, kid. Maybe you don't get the full share. Maybe yeah. it might be. Like, I mean, yeah. if that was me, I wouldn't take a share. But then I'd expect everybody else to pony up like a couple of hundred dollars each. Yeah, well, that's happened in the past. But you better believe if that was Jessica or Lily that was in the bed all char, Kyle would be running his fucking mouth. Oh, that, that stupid South African accent to be in full flow. And they'd be like, girl, you don't deserve no fucking tip. You've been a fake ass bitch from day one. Listen, <laughs> I love the way you do that accent. I can't do that accent. I'm really good at accents, but I cannot do a South African accent. I cannot do it. It's, it's like a very a difficult. It's a very tricky one to do. And the, <laughs> unfortunately, the thing I always used to sort of get the South African accent going, the phrase was a scene from Lethal Weapon 2. And, and it was when Danny Glover goes into the South African embassy and starts talking about wanting to emigrate to South Africa. And this one, there was still apartheid. And uh, it's kind of racist <laughs> the way you use the fucking accent in it. So you can't even do that on air anymore. <laughs> do you know, I was only having this conversation the other day. My. A son is watching old TV. He's watching Little Britain. Oh, God. I, I, it scares me that Little Britain is considered old now. It scares yes. me that Little Britain is old. Like, to me, old is only fills and horses. That's old. Watching Little Britain. And I'd be, if I'm in, like, I'll be in the sitting room wherever and he has it on and all. And I'm like, no fucking way. Would they get away with putting that shit on TV today? Not a Tell fucking... me this. Tell me this. Has he figured out yet that you are Vicky Pollard? No, he hasn't said it. <laughs> I am waiting. I am waiting because I know 
he if he because he'd be quite like that he'd be tw- quite twiggy now and he'll like ma you're like vicky pollard and i'm like yeah i know because we used to hate you about being vicky pollard we constantly at you when little britain was on about being vicky pollard yeah he will twig it at some point it's like i just say to him when i grow up i want to be like uh the nan in catherine t oh yeah yeah can't wait to be old and like oh but um <laughs> we just don't care you can just say what you want i tell you i'm borderline getting to that point i reckon i've another 10 years and like you get away with it because you're old i will say yeah. all sorts but uh yeah you just could not have that shit on tv today there's no fucking way the the, the world is just too woke for that shit but um yeah so i can't do that accent i can do every other fucking accent but i cannot do that one. yeah it's it's a, it's a tough one to do and it's a shitty accent too i'll apologize to any of our like two south african listeners if we even have that many um about your accent shit you know like sorry for you and that's what I'm apologizing for. I'm actually sorry for you having that accent. I don't it's think awful. it's awful. I like it. The South African. Oh, it's it's horrible. It's ridiculous. It's gutteral. Yeah. Oh no, it's a terrible I accent. I think like when you're listening to Lara, like I have no problem listening to her. I could listen to her talk all day. When you're listening to Kyle, it wouldn't matter where he was fucking from, he'd sound like that. He'd be moany. It's the moaniness that comes out of him. It's not the accent, it's his fucking no. whining and moaning. No. Nah, give me the give me the Aussie accent, give me the New Zealand accent, give me the British accent all day long. Um, that fucking whiny South African accent now just does my head in. And blue, blue, fuck off. I like it. I no, like it. I'm gonna learn no. how to do it. We're that gonna now. disagree on this one, pal. Not a chance. I'm gonna learn it. I'm gonna fucking annoy you by talking like that every time I see you. Okay, we'll see how that works out for you. <laughs> I was like the other day. I was talking to the kids and Ken, I was annoying the shite out. I'm talking in a southern accent, a Kentucky one, Louisiana. Oh, was this when you used to do Britney Spears in our trailer trash? I had to, I was like, I stayed in character all fucking evening and wrecked their heads. It was yeah. great. But um I'm not allowed yeah. to do it anymore. May threatens to leave every time I put an accent on. Oh, I love it. I love good accent. But um, yeah, so other than that, I mean, like, let's just, you know, do we believe Sandy didn't know that Luca was? Hard to know with Sandy. Hard to know. Like, there's a good chance she didn't because they weren't very overt about it. They kind of kept it under wraps, like their fleeting glances and kisses when they were working. But it was very calm. It wasn't, wasn't too in your face. I would so, say maybe Sandy, not. Sandy probably didn't know about it until production told her. <laughs> I don't care yeah. what. That was all yeah. straight from production. Well, look, there's always, you always have to wonder what production are cooking up in the back. I am very no fucking cynical. Like, yeah. there's no drama this season. Since Natalia got off the boat, and I'm not saying that because she was the drama, she was not. But the only time you get a bit of drama is when Kyle goes on a mad one. And then we, when he goes on a mad one and causes drama, we don't really enjoy that drama because it's just toxic drama. Yeah. So I'm like, but like, I feel with the rest of the crew, we don't really need drama out of them. They bring enough fun. So Yes. 
If you can you bring know, the fun, you don't need the drama. It was like last season's below deck, norm, normal below deck crew. You didn't really need the drama because they were just good crack. Yeah. And if in doubt, drag out the nights out. You know, yeah. have the nights out going over a couple of episodes. I just feel like they're scraping the barrel now for these last few episodes. Like, I mean, the night out last night, because I was timing it, because I had to watch the show over a couple of different sections during the day. And I was watching the last 15 minutes and the show that like the night out lasted like five minutes, including being back at, at the boat. Yeah. That was it's the extent of it. And it's like that with a few shows. You know, I feel like I watch Real Housewives of Potomac and I feel like them cunts have been in Austin, Texas for like a month. But that but was I mean, the same as Real Housewives of New York last season. They yeah, seemed to be to on that trip forever. When they went, they were in the Hamptons forever and they were, I can't remember the name of the place where they went um, that fucking uh Jenna Lyons flew first class because she doesn't fly coach. Um I can't remember where it was, but it was somewhere yeah, exotic. It was somewhere in the Caribbean. But like they were on that trip for a long time. Yeah. I just feel like they've been in Texas for ages and there's not nothing happening. Yeah. It's not like we're down there getting four episodes of Carnage. We're not it's boring. So I don't know. I feel like that as well. I like, I think after the season Down Under gave us where they've set the bar really high with that season. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Look, Below Deck, I've always found Below Deck made to be a bit of a struggler when it comes to storylines. They've always kind of, like last year kind of gave us a bit because we had the whole Dave and Natasha thing and there was other bits going on then with Natalia, Natasha and coil in the interior so there was a bit of action going on um but i think in general i think med struggles to really deliver you know kick-ass drama yeah i agree so i don't know i think we're coming to the end of it now so we can look forward to below deck absolutely absolutely so now before captain kerry sets sail yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up fast. We'll look forward to that. Um, because we've only got the one show this week. We've no second show. Nothing else going on. So let's talk about what is going on. Yeah, we can't not talk about uh, Salt Lake City. I'm sorry. Well, but let's start there then. Me. That was the best finale to any Bravo show I have ever watched. In my life. Ever. Well, to be fair, you pumped up Salt Lake City to me at the, when it was coming back. You told me to watch it. I started watching it. Couldn't get enough episode. I couldn't get it finished in time to say, right, I can confidently watch this and we can review it for the year. You better fucking believe it. We're still here this time next year. We'll be doing Salt Lake City because that, from, from what I've been reading and everything I've seen, that show was just... That's just fire at the moment. It's fire. For me, like for so long, you know, I felt like Potomac were bringing it. Whereas now Salt Lake City have have taken over. They are literally carrying every other Bravo show on their back this season. It's just, it was fantastic. 
I mean, and I can't wait for tomorrow to watch the reunion. I'm actually going to like fuck everyone out of the gaff, make myself a cup of tea and sit down. I might watch it twice in case I miss something. Like, we'll throw out a little spoiler alert. Like, I don't watch the show, but I I, I, I know what happens in the finale. I know, I know what went down. So a little spoiler alert because we're just going to touch on. So if you haven't watched the finale, tune out now for a couple of minutes. I don't um, know. I haven't watched it. To have, a, to have one of the fucking housewives be a fucking inside person for as a for a as a blogger or whatever you want to call them. Well look, you see, there's so much then, you know, like when you watch something like that, and then like there are social media pages that go on a deep dive and they like unearth shit. And I'm just like for instance, Jen Shaw sent Monica a cease and desist regarding the Instagram page Reality Vontees in 2021. So Jen Shaw knew about it in 2021. But they were close. They were friends. Yeah, but so was Heather and Jen. And are we really expected to believe that Jen didn't at least tell Heather back then? Maybe. Like, Maybe. I honestly question whether or not these women or some of these women didn't already know this going into the season. And it, as regards Bravo, it's as a follower on Treads pointed out to me, um, when have you ever seen them put in a poor housewife? Never. And this bitch was pop his poor like the rest of us. <laughs> she had to get our man to, you know, get her a car. She couldn't get it on her own. Yeah. So it's like even 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 the poor ones, uh, they're poor by show standards. They're still way above us. Like, I mean, yeah. they, 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 they're not yeah. private jet rich, no, but they're first class rich. Yeah, this bitch was pop his poor, like you and me, you know, there was no, we don't have designer shit. Like, yeah, no. Well, some of us do, but. <laughs> I mean, what's your class as designer? Like, I have a few named things, but yeah. no, I don't have Birkins. Yeah, and look, I, we're not running. We're not running around in fucking LV and Gucci over here. Like I have never flown first class in my life. It's on my book list, but I've never done it. You know, and when I am buying a car, I ain't buying a fucking Range Rover. No. So, yeah, look, she was. She's poor. By other housewife standards, she is poor, and the whole point of Real Housewives is they're fucking rich. So production must have known. This has to have been a setup from the get-go. Here's the question. Does you, you question whether Heather might have known? Because Jen knew. But how do we know Monica didn't know a lot more about what Jen was getting up to? And didn't and she couldn't risk blowing her cover? Or she'd squawk well, we out Jen. Know that she knew sure she said that at the start of the season she was um she was a witness in the case well there you go so jen couldn't afford to piss her off 
because she knew what was going on in the background. So there's a good chance she didn't tell Heather. There's a good I chance she know. kept it quiet. I don't know. I don't know. I reckon Heather might have known. But look, Jen Shaw played a very good game when she was on the show. Nobody knew what she was fucking up to watching it. So with all that money. So Heather. She could Heather, hold her piss. Heather was not supposed to have a good season. Heather should have spent this whole season explaining herself. She should have been the one who took the shit this season. And for some reason, that didn't happen. We now won't know why. You know, yeah. that kind of, I don't care what said, Heather should have been given a dog's life this season after her antics last season and her support towards Jen Shaw and, and the whole black eye shite and everything, you know. And she didn't. And I couldn't understand it. And I kept fucking waiting. And I was like, why are they not giving her dogs dinner like? But now I know why. There we go. See, we don't, you just don't know what's happening in the background. And that's, that's, that's the good and bad thing about the, the shows like The Housewives. There's so much, like, below deck is below deck. What happens on the boat mostly is what you see. There's some stuff you don't see, but by and large, you see how things play out constantly. The Housewives is shot. It's a snapshot out of 12 months. And I honestly feel like the way things have gone now with housewives, well, all of the housewives is, you know, I don't know, there's this new rule where they don't have to show their real life. They don't have to, you know, it's okay for them to lie and make shit up. Whereas you get more gossip about their real life on social media than you do on the actual show. Oh, yeah. But you'd wonder, like, I mean, you'd wonder is that by design too? Because... If sites have to dig for gossip, like when, when it's all laid out in the show, there's no need for social media sites to go digging. So that doesn't drum up any social media interest in the show. So then it's just the show week to week. Whereas if if there's interest being dug up and, lo- and stuff being dug up, then that generates a buzz online. If it generates a buzz online, all of a sudden you're sucking in people who maybe wouldn't have watched the show in the first place. I don't know. I just prefer them to be real on the show. And then, you know... As well, you I said, would do. I, I, yeah, I, I much prefer that. Where we, can, where we can feed off their drama online. But, like, when you're on the show, show your real life. There are a few housewives that show their real life. But there are a lot that fucking don't. It's like um, you're watching Beverly Hills now. Now, we know now that Cora and Mauricio have separated... And you can see some of it in the show that, you know, she she's not happy. But I'm sitting there going, she's denying, 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 denying. It's like last year when we watched Vanderpump Rules. We knew that fucker was cheating. But watching the show, it was like, no, 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 you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure about this strategy of us. Of us knowing so it's not a strategy, it's just what happens with social media. I don't know long term how well it'll work when you know what's gonna happen pretty much in a season before it happens, and you're waiting to watch the carnage maybe unfold. But if maybe there's not always carnage. Well, I have to say, before we started the podcast, I followed like maybe one page bravo page and 
so I didn't know a lot. I went into almost every season really fucking blind. Now I know what them cunts are going to have for breakfast on the show. Do you think that's a course of knowledge that because we're, we're, we're not on the inside, but we're a lot more on the inside than we were 12 months ago. Yeah, we deep dive more than we ever did. And I don't particularly like that. As a fan, I don't like it. It was like last year when we were doing the podcast and I wouldn't really talk about Scandaval because I wanted to see what was going to happen on the telly. I was a fan. I didn't want to go down. I just wanted to sit back and watch it as a fan. Yeah, that, I, I, I can understand that. And it's hard... It's hard to watch something as a fan when you're trying to watch it for content. You're watching yeah. it to be critical or, you know, to talk about stuff. And you you, you definitely are watching it through a different lens. Yeah. You have to concentrate. You can't afford to miss any part of it. So it's not as relaxed viewing. Like, I mean, for me, Bravo was always switch your brain off, watch Bravo, Watch other people's shit and move on. Now, now I'm embroiled in their shit because, yeah. you know, we actively discuss it and, you know, we talk about it and we're trying to root out more info. So, it, yeah, you're looking at it through a different lens. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the outcome, but let's discuss Scandaval since we um, are switching over now. I mean, uh, we've got Band of Pump Rules is on the way. It's coming. Right. Well, look, um, we can't. We can't mention this without not talk without talking about the tiger. Oh my god! Like, like as if this fella, I honestly believe he is just an out and out narcissist. Like he just doesn't. There is no way that at any point over the past twelve months has he taken a step back, had a good long hard look in the fucking mirror, and had a bleeding ward with himself, giving his head a wobble or whatever. He <laughs> genuinely does not think he's like he's a victim in his head. Oh, so yeah. he's still out there being a fucking twat. I mean But is he being a twat, uh, Donna? Or is this contrived? Is he sitting there going, if I let this picture, he knows what's gonna happen when that picture gets in. He knows uh, the shit he generates. I don't think so. I mean it's funny I that mean, that picture dropped a couple of weeks before the show starts. When know. there's not much being said about it. Like, there's a little bit of buzz about about Vanderpump, but not massive. I know. I don't. I honestly don't think that he is that. The guy he had don't. an affair to save the show. Did he, though? I don't oh, think. Oh, he did. Do, I'm well, very I, cynical well, look, If this. you look at it like that, if you look at it like that, you know, he knows that the show is coming to an end because I mean look had it not been for the affair it would have been cancelled yeah but he knows and he's like so fucking narcissistic that he has to stay in the limelight so he comes up with these mad plans maybe you're right but look in regards to the tiger I mean this is 2024 we all now know that these types of things that are going on, the animal is drugged. I yeah. mean, you might have got away with not knowing it 15 years ago, you know, before. 10 years ago. Oh, I think 10 yeah. years ago would have been okay. Yeah. Because unfortunately, have... like cards on the table, I have a picture with a tiger from being in <sighs> Thailand 10 years ago 
And I probably was a little bit, ah, I probably knew and didn't know. I never really thought about it. Yeah, well, we now know. We I know. I wouldn't do that. it now. So if I you went to Thailand now tomorrow, you wouldn't do that because I you know. I wouldn't go to the zoo I went to because yeah, when I think back I, on it, it was look, cruel. It's like the whole dolphins and whales. At one point in our lives, we've all seen a dolphin show or a whale show. Now, I wouldn't go to one if you paid me. Yeah. Like we all wanted, at one stage, every one of us wanted to go swimming with dolphins. And now yeah. it's like, no, that's just like, but you learn, you get educated, you realize, you know, but you think and engage your brain and you realize what you did was wrong. Like we all make mistakes, you know, yeah. people do but shit. You learn and you grow. And I can't help but think to myself that Sandoval is fucking like, I'm pretty sure that prick is older than me, you know, so he should know. At his, this, at his age, he should know this shit. But look, maybe you're right. I never kind of looked at it from that angle. Maybe he's just so narcissistic to stay relevant that he's willing to do the controversial things. He's wi willing to go down the controversial ro route. Yeah, he's a year younger than your pal. Is he? He's only 40. Fuck. He was 40 oh. in July. Gone. I love James Kennedy, like when he put up the photograph and he commented on it. A warm without a mustache. Because he's shaved off his mustache. I fucking but love he's another fucking asshole, is he not? I you know what? I like James Kennedy. I like his like banter and his wittiness. But then the other side of him is it wasn't that long ago. He was being physically abusive to his girlfriends and a raging alcoholic as well. You know that kind of way. So yeah, I'm like, he's a fucking girl. He's a, he's a woman beater. Yeah. Like how are, right. how are people, how was anyone following that fucker? How is he packing know. out places for DJ sets? He's a fucking woman beater. Wow. I, I know. And I, that, that does be on my mind a lot. I'm like, I can't like you too fucking much now. I know what you really are. But yeah, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to the season. I'm looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. I mean, we read the other day now that Ariana is suing him because another thing he won't do is get out of the fucking house. Yeah. yeah I mean, please. get the fuck out of the house. It's not yeah, like... It, it LA is, real estate gone through the roof, like... It's not like it is in this country where it's like... Well, you leave the house and go and rent somewhere, but like we're not selling the house, you know. I have your kids here and shit like that. She's offering to fucking buy him out. She's offering the house is worth two point two million. She's offering to give him half and for him to fucking leave. One point one million is enough for him to, you know, get a little condo or you know, just go back renting for a while until you can a make some money. Little is right. A little is right. Yeah, but go back renting for a while until you make some money up off your bars, like, or whatever, you know? Move in with fucking Sandoval again. But my God, let that go. Or Schwartz, you mean? Oh, yeah, so it's Schwartz. But I just, don't think Schwartz is having. I think he won't sell to whore because it would, like, kill him. It would kill him for whore to move on. Move on, like, and, and because she can't fully move on while he's still in the house, yeah, to almost get one up on him. Well, you go, but I got the fucking house, like, and I can yeah. afford to buy the house because I collected all those coins up after this happened. 
I love it. Like she's loaded. I say that part. I say that kills him. But uh, of it yeah. does. But like I mean, look, this is what happens. You know, you can't control when you start a shit storm like that. You don't have control of it. Yeah, and you then don't look, get to control the narrative. We have a new Vanderpump show coming that I think might be worth covering on the podcast. It's new. It's never been seen before. Season one, episode one. We discussed this uh, very early on that this was happening. That yes. this was, and we weren't even sure if it was going ahead. And it's only in recent, like six, seven weeks, that we got confirmation that it's done. Yeah. So we have the new show with um in France, where. I mean, from what I can gather, Lisa has rented, I don't think she owns it, but she might, like a chateau or a fucking, I don't know, big gaff, big giant gaff anyway. And then she has her staff in it. So she's got her chef, her servers, you know, manager, entertainment or whatever. And then guests come and stay and they cater to her every, it's like below deck on land. And then okay. when the chart when the guests leave, they go on sessions. Okay. Well, I think that's something that we could we'll certainly we'll certainly look at covering that and yeah. see how Trailer it pans out. Trailer looks good. Looks like plenty of drama. Plenty so where does of that start? It's coming soon. Don't quote yeah. me. I'll let you. I'll let you know. Keep me keep me posted. I will. I'll let you know. But yeah, I think that like that's it now for this week. Unless I've yeah. missed out in May, but I don't think I have. No, like I think that's I think that's covered everything. We've brought ourselves into 2024, brought all the brought our listeners up to date. And yeah, that's that's where we're at. Two weeks time. Two weeks time. We hit 50 episodes. I can't believe we've done 50 episodes. I know, it's incredible. It's incredible. Like, 50 episodes. So um stay tuned. Keep an eye on our social media. We're gonna have we're gonna give away some goodies and have a little celebration of reaching the milestone of 50 episodes. And let us know your ideas. when we do a little goodies giveaway, should we do like a little competition? Or should we just choose a couple of really good supporters who have supported us, you know? From day one. From day one. Really supported us on, you know, listening, socials, interactions, things like that. You know, let us know. Yeah. Get on. Let us know in the comments. Let us know by DM. Yeah. Email us, DM us, whatever. What do you think we should do? Yeah. So on that note, we shall say goodbye. Enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch you all next week. Have a great week. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye.